0: This is Hannah, this is Rachel, and this is What I Like to Tell People. Hi,
1: Rachel. Hi, Hi. Hannah. How was your week of quarantine? (laughs) It is good. I got to um, see my parents to get my medicines, so that was um, nice, and I got to see my bunny, and you know... uh, Just hang out with them for a bit, obviously, social distancing still from everyone, but you know, just got to be with them. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. So I have this dilemma that I really want to talk about because everybody this weekend made a Facebook avatar and I do not have the option. And people are like, you have to have your Facebook updated. Well, this girl tried to see because I do automatically up automatic updates there was no update so I deleted the app and I re-added the app and I really think it's because I have a V last name because this is how my whole life has panned out and my mom doesn't we have,
1: have a, we have a theory on that alphabetical order on Facebook you were saying to me too
0: yeah well that's what I'm saying yeah because I have a V name they're yeah. they're going in alphabetical order and since I have a V last name they're waiting to release it And I also think it's punishment because I had the caring emoji way before anybody I was able to care post. And then now, since I was in that wave of releases, now they've punished me and everybody can be an avatar. But I can't make my face (laughs) and body an avatar.
1: Facebook's punishing you and being nice to me because they know I don't like them. They they know that they're throwing me a bone, and you you get you're suffering. Give it two more days, hopefully it will be there. Well, we'll see. But
0: then I, if I make one, I'm gonna look like I'm behind. So I don't think I'm gonna oh. make one, because everyone's already it's like been there done that. Still
1: doing it. They're still making theirs today. I because saw because they're you're just fun.
0: being released. Because it's probably slowly being
1: released. I'm going to say you have time as long as it's not like four years from now. We're good because then the fat is gone. I yeah. Think. Well, no one will know what they they are exactly. So I think you're okay for now. We just will be like Facebook. Give Hannah her avatar now, please. Kay, thanks.
0: Right. Like nothing is going on in my life. Because of, you know, COVID-19 and quarantine, yeah. at least I could have an avatar. Like, I can't even make myself into an avatar. But I probably honestly would have not made myself an avatar. But it's the point that I can't
1: that really always is with things like everyone else could do something but you can't kind of thing so our mind is like i really want to do this and then when we finally do it we're like why the hell did we do this in the first place we don't care right (laughs) i want i just want to see what i would look like and also like you said quarantine so i think you have every right to want to do that
0: right i have nothing else going on in my life at least let me make myself into an avatar.
1: I agree. So I think I'll just make your own avatar somehow.
0: I don't know how, but I will do it for you. <laughs>
1: well, thank you.
0: So this episode that everyone's about to listen to had your
1: friend Joyce, yeah, um, your- my improv troupe. She's my troop member, too. And she talks about telling people about Puerto Rico and canine massage therapy. Yeah, and it's pretty exciting because we get
0: two topics
1: for once.
0: Right, all squished into one episode. Which, which is, I don't uh, know about you, but I've never heard of canine massage therapy.
1: Same here. And then I started using some of it on my rabbit too. Some of the. Um, oh, I was going to say on yourself. <laughs> Hannah's messed up in the head. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yes, no, no, no. From uh, what you guys get to hear is uh, really good, helpful tips, too, for your animals. Yeah, so enjoy. Hi, everyone. We are here with my good friend, Joyce, and also my scene partner and fellow improviser. Hi, Joyce. How are you?
2: Hey, Rachel. I'm fine. Doing good.
1: How about you? Yeah, doing well. I'll just, you know, hanging out with you, technically, via... Skype. So how long have you guys known each other?
2: We've been in several, in uh, several uh, improv classes. Um, And I remember you coming to a class maybe at least two years ago.
1: It was two. I was about to say two years ago also, yes. It's been about two years. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Time flies. flies. And then we um, formed a troop a few months ago uh, together, so that was fun. And and I've seen you guys live.
0: Yes, you did. (laughs) That's
1: right. They were very good. Well,
2: thank you. We had a lot of fun doing that show.
1: Yeah, and plus it's nice to have people our height, too, so we're be a you and I.
2: <laughs> how tall are you? Uh, you mean mean how short I am? I am. I, I think am positive. Four. I am shorter than Rachel. I'm 4'10 and a half. Oh, because I'm 4'11". Hey, you're
1: the tall girl then. Yeah, so we guys we could all just line up sometime and take a picture together and be like, Look.
2: Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. You know, we we, we might be small but we're feisty.
0: Right. I, I always say I'm small but mighty.
1: Yeah. Yes,
2: yes. Yes. Don't ever mess
1: with short people, guys. Don't ever no. do it. Like don't. we look tiny, but we are Mm-mm, don't mess with us <laughs> nope.
0: well I always say I stopped growing when I became
1: perfect
2: <laughs> oh that's a
1: good one I'd love to use that that's great oh, I- Joyce, we should yeah. do that next time we're in class together. To people, <laughs> like if we get a, a critique, we'll be like, "Well, we're just perfect already." So because yeah, right. <laughs> That's when
2: We stopped growing when we got perfect. That's right. I guess yeah. in that case, I must have stopped growing like in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> me too. That, me
1: too. Same here. I think It was yeah. there was definitely in elementary school or middle school I stopped growing.
2: <laughs> do you know? Do you know that? Um, when I started working at one of the schools I worked at, um, I might might have been there like a week, and I was in the hallway drinking water from the the school water fountain in the hallway, and I started hearing this, little girl, get in, get in line, little girl, get in line. But a class was going by to the cafeteria, so I thought the teacher was, you know, talk, telling a, a one of her girl. it was a third grade class, to go in, to get in the line. Anyway, she keeps saying that and keep saying that. So I stopped drinking water and I turned around and her face fell because she realized she was telling me to get in line because from the back, I guess I I was as short as some of her tall kids in third grade. She was so embarrassed. But after that, you know, I worked in that school for years. We always had a good laugh about that. You know, I was (laughs) the little girl that didn't get in line.
0: Did you you teach or what did you do?
2: I was the psychologist. Oh, okay. So, they say, if you were uh, the
0: principal, I would have laughed even harder. <laughs>
2: imagine, imagine that. But, um, yeah, no, I was the school psychologist. so um, And I had just been assigned to that school, so they didn't really know me. And I guess that's why she, you know, was so insistent that I get in line.
1: <laughs> I'm going to tell you next time when I see you to get in line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's one good thing about being short is people think we're younger than yeah. we are. And yeah. so I'm like when people think I'm in high school, I'm like, "Oh, thank you." Right.
2: I think carded till I was like into my 40s. I was still being carded if I bought a drink or something and it was like, "My god, when when will I ever look like an adult because they're always carding." <laughs> and now I wish they'd carded. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You finally have bypassed that. I know, I know. So, Joyce, you wanted to talk about Puerto Rico uh, and yes. dogs probably. Why not to both guys? Of course.
2: Why so are, you, yeah.
0: are you from Puerto Rico originally? Yes, or?
2: yes. Yes, I was born in Puerto Rico. My family, most of my family continues to be there. And I travel, well, now with all this stuff that has been going on, um, I had not been in three years, but I just went um, about a month ago. And so, you know, I try to keep in touch with my friends there. And it's nice. You
1: you had to come back, though, early, right, uh, because of what's going on right now, or no? No,
2: no, I was just going for like five or six days. And I was glad because of like a few days later you know the flights were they weren't canceled but they were really limited and whatever so I left just in time I was fine I'm when glad did you great. yeah
0: I am too when did you move to this area um,
2: I I moved in I was oh my god like in 80 1981 and I went to live um, I had been in the States before because I had taken my master's degree at George Mason University. And then um, I went back home and I was working and then um, came back in like in 81. And I had I was working um, as a developmental psychologist in North Carolina in a lisp City or the, the way they say it is lisp City. <laughs> and um, so I worked there for. Five years but it was really rural and i came from san juan which is a huge city mm-hmm. um and i i just wanted to be you know in a more uh, urban place and so i applied i saw this job down there um uh they were looking for a psychologist up in alexandria city so i applied and I got the job, and I think one of the things that helped is that at that time, there was a lot of uh, influx from Central America uh, into Alexandria, a lot of the kids from Salvador, because that's when the war was raging over there, and they needed bilingual staff, and so I was the, the at that time, the only bilingual psychologist. So, so then I moved to the Reston area in 86 and I've been here since, I mean, in, in the area since.
0: So well, I've never been to Puerto Rico. What's it like or would you ever go back and live there? Or does it well,
2: that, live there? that's my dream. Yeah. My yeah. dream would be to go back. I mean, to live there. Um, it's, well, it's a very small island. It's a hundred miles by 35. And it has the most beautiful ocean you can imagine. It's it's um, always bright blue or aqua, you mm-hmm. know, and
0: yeah.
2: um, the days are beautiful. It does rain often, but the rain we get is not like here where you can have it for three days.
0: Mm-hmm. There, it's
2: like you'll get a, a, a really strong is it like storm. Is like
1: the sun? Days. Yes.
2: Yes. Oh that's
1: um, not the best kind of rain, though. It's nice yeah. to see that kind of rain. <laughs>
2: um, and San Juan has, I mean, the island has about 3 million people, and San Juan has at least a million, so it's a huge city. It's, um, you know, it, it, we have everything that's up here, from McDonald's to <laughs> Subway to um, Nordstrom's, Macy's, you know, you <laughs> mentioned it. its It's all there. Uh, plus our own stuff, you know. The local. So, I'm glad um,
1: that we know that you guys live like.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's. Just, assume. Um, I, I always call it, it's like a little New York because traffic is crazy. Um, we don't have the, I mean, we have a lot of big buildings, but nothing like New York in terms of that sky ride, you know, that they're so high, but it's, um, and then when you leave the city, um and, and I grew up on the coast, so I was like two streets away from the ocean. So I I grew well, up you know, sand, Yes, sand oh. surfing, swimming, scuba diving. I was a certified scuba diver. Wow. Um, that's so cool. And then and then you leave the city and you go into the, what we call the island. Like like it's not like the rest of it is not an island, but we call it the island. And then you know you see the smaller. Like here, like if you were out to the mountains and whatever, the smaller towns. and um, there, there, are, there is a lot of poverty, of course. And then with Maria, with the hurricane affecting it as it did, it just was terrible. Um, but the, the, if you stay in the major cities, it's very much like up here. Um, everything is as expensive. So it's not like it's cheaper to live there. Um, most everybody's bilingual. So that's great for Americans when they go, because mm-hmm. they can communicate pretty easily.
1: Sounds prettier, though, down there. <laughs>
2: um, well, of course, I'm going to be biased and tell you that I think it is prettier. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's. I think what's so lovely is that you get the combination of, you can be on a highway, and you are, on one side is this lovely ocean, and then you you look far away on the other side, and you see the greenest mountains. Um, just, it, you know, there's palm trees even in the mountains. It's I just find it beautiful. I just find my land very, very beautiful. Well, Hannah and I will have to take a trip with you.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. When this
0: is all over, I'm adding that to my bucket list. So what makes you, you talked about dogs, so do you rescue dogs, or do you, what do you?
2: Well, honey, I think my my first passion in life has always been children, which is why I was a child psychologist, and, and I'm retired now, and my second passion has always been dogs. I've had them since I was a child. I just bond with them. I think they they have this um, uncanny ability to understand human emotion, and, uh, human language which is interesting and then um about in the year 2000 i decided that i wanted to work with dogs so i went and got certified as canine massage therapist oh wow and yeah, that's so yeah cool. and it's it's like physical therapy except it's not as painful for the dogs And I wrote to the local vets and I can't tell you the amount of referrals I got because dogs Mm -hmm. like us suffer from the same things, you know, um, uh, torn ligaments in the knees. They get hip dysplasia, they get arthritis, um, cancer, you know, leukemia. You mentioned it. What we have, they have. Um, and it was a fascinating, uh, I loved working with dogs. I did, I worked full-time, but then I also did that, and I, I had a, an office, and I also did home visits. And I met so many wonderful people of all ages, socioeconomic status, and what united all of us is that we all love the dogs. It doesn't matter what what religion you were, what um, party, political party, all we care, everybody I met was, it was the dog. Mm -hmm. So I worked with with dogs. I had the business open for 11 years, and the only reason I closed it was because I was on my knees most of the time on the floor working with dogs that weighed more than the three of us, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) huge dogs like bull mastiffs or, you know, just really big dogs. And it it became very hard for me to, to lift them and turn them and exercise their legs and A lot of my friends were getting knee problems and back problems. And I said, you know what? Before I get to be like my friends, I I have to stop this, this work. And many years later, I still, still get questions from my vet. Would I join them? Would I still do it? Because I not only had individual sessions, but I did group lessons. So like, let's say the two of you each had a dog. You could come to the class with your dog and, Um, We would spend an afternoon and I would show you what to do on the particular area that your dog needed work with. It it was, it was lovely. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. And I'm kind of sad that the the service is not offered in this area. I was the only um, massage therapist in the DMV. So I had customers from everywhere.
1: Wow. Um, They don't have any
2: around here. I I am not. I, I don't know that there there might be um, in a in one of the vet clinics they might have somebody who does massage but um, it, you know it's it, it, it I think it would it's a wonderful field that a lot more people sh- could do but you know for whatever reason it I was like the only one
0: Did you just get certified and then the, like was it just a quick like certification or did you how long did it take you?
2: To- oh, it took it took a week and it was eight oh. hours a day. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I mean, you have to remember I was still working full time. So, um, <laughs> I took the certification in Ohio back in the year 2000, and then decided you know, I came up with a logo. I had a friend who was a designer, and he came up with a logo, and and then I wrote to all the vets because I said, how am I going to start doing this? And then after that, I went back yearly, you know, for more advanced training. And then I thought of uh, studying physical therapy for dogs. So I went to the University of Tennessee. That is a field. And I didn't pursue it because it's painful. If you've ever had PT, it is painful. And Mm -hmm. um, we might yell, but a dog might bite. Right. If it hurts. I've been bitten by kids. I've been kicked by kids. It was like, I'm done been there done that with dogs i just want something relaxing right. and nice and so i i didn't pursue it i just stayed with the canine massage and i was very again i mean i had the business for 11 years it was i was very successful i really loved it i had an office in old town but you know it was just a physical thing that i said mm, i Not getting younger.
0: Yeah. Did you think about ever, like, getting assistance or anybody to help you? Well,
2: I a couple of people actually asked me, could they learn from me and do it? And, you know, my fear, Hannah, was that it's a one-on-one thing, and you're working with a dog, and if one of those people did one little thing wrong, it's like parents of little kids. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, don't do anything wrong to my little kid right and 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 I could only see one person did one little thing wrong that owner would could destroy the business that's true oh you know look they they messed up my dog it was worse blah 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 and I said I I just didn't didn't want the chance I just didn't want that Right. right you didn't want to ruin your name exactly exactly so I said no and you know, it, so I just did it myself.
1: Would you ever, like, you know, do it every once in a while again, maybe, since you miss it? Or? Well,
2: it's interesting, because I, I have thought about it, and I have a couple of friends who have dogs that will say, why? Why don't you do it? Please, please. You know, like, I have a, a friend with a, um, a dog that has um problems with the spine, so he limps every once in a while. He's really cute, and I I have thought about it, but
0: Do you currently own any dogs yourself?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, Oh,
0: she
1: does.
2: (laughs) I have had dogs since, I don't know, since I was 10, all all kinds of dogs. But uh, I have two dogs, two girls. One is a Whippet, and the other one is an Italian Greyhound. And for those who don't know what that is, is everybody knows what the Greyhound is, the big Greyhound. Um, The Whippet, the Greyhound comes to your hip. The whippet looks just like a greyhound, but it comes to about your um, knee or, well, in our case, mid-thigh. And the little, the Italian greyhound is is just tiny. She's like 12 pounds.
1: What made you get those two breeds?
2: Well, um, many, many years ago, I had gone to a dog show. Um, I used to have a little rat terrier, a a toy fox terrier. And I went to a dog show and I saw a whippet, Uh, you know, they were showing the whippets and They were very stylized and very, I don't know, there was just something about the way that they looked that I said, whenever I'm on my own and I have money, I'm going to buy a Whippet. And I did. Uh, I did when I moved to the United States. And then, so I've had Whippets since the 80s. Wow. And then my mom kept saying, you need a smaller dog. These Whippets are too big. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) <laughs> so I um I read about Italian Greyhound somewhere and I heard that they were like a whippet but tiny and I said, "Oh, so I found a breeder in Potomac, Maryland and I went to see them and I shouldn't have because I came home with one like the next <laughs> week. I called her and I said, "Okay, okay, I'll take it." Um and and then I just got stuck to that, to, to those breeds, and and have remained. And I think when my whippet passes, then I'll just stay with the little one because I can travel, you know, with the little one, just put it in a Sherpa bag and off you go under the seat. While well, the big dog is a problem, I can't take her on a plane. Mm-hmm. And um, they're a little different than most dogs. And Rachel has seen them, you know, they're um, they're not the fluffy. Uh, quiet dog they're um, they're side hounds. so if there's a squirrel and you're not holding on to your dog you will truly lose your dog they can go like 35 miles an hour um, and um, but they're extremely affectionate um, they're very sweet. affectionate
1: very yeah. well your house they were very
2: <laughs> yeah they they're sweet girls they're very sweet girls
1: Let's stop here so our listeners can subscribe. That way they can be notified of our next episode. They need to also like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
0: And now back to our show. Hey Joyce, now is the time you get to tell people what you would like to tell them.
2: Well, what I would like to tell people is that there, there's a lot of um, preconceived ideas of what Puerto Rico is like and what Puerto Ricans are like, and um, it would be lovely if they could visit it and see that it's nothing like what the preconceived ideas, that it is a very modern place. And that people are truly, truly friendly. They'll go out of their way to help whoever is there, especially Americans. Um, and um, we're we're fun people. We just love to have fun. You know, I always hear from from my friends saying, "Oh, the Puerto Ricans must be around because everybody's laughing." And that's who we are. We're very, very light hearted in that way, and. Can laugh at ourselves and laugh with others, and um, it's 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 a lovely, lovely to me, of course, very biased, a very lovely culture, and we're also filled with a lot of culture from Spain and the um, native, the Indians that were there before the Spain, Spaniards arrived. So so we're a very rich uh, culture of different different uh, groups. So, of course, I would love everybody to go visit. It's very easy to go from this area because JetBlue goes directly from Reagan to San Juan, and if you don't have to make a stop anywhere, you don't need anything special because you, you know, we are a uh, part of the United States. Same money. So, it's it's very easy to visit. And there's beaches, not now. All the beaches are closed, but in the future, hopefully Um, there's beach year-round you can go anytime in the year and it's the the weather is beautiful and the other thing that I would like to tell people is that um, dogs are fabulous that um, they are very much like humans they all have their personalities no matter what breed they are they have their interests and they're bored at times like we are And that they can help humans in wonderful ways, as service dogs, as emotional support dogs, dogs that are now used to detect cancer in people. Um, They can also alert people to seizures that are coming on for epileptic people. Um, Also for people with diabetes, they'll let them know when the sugar is low. I think the capability of, of the dogs are immense, and we just know a little bit about it, that we're going to know so much more about them as time goes on um and if anybody wants to study canine massage there are different several universities in the or institutes in the nation that offer it i went to ohio which is the closest to me and um it would be a great service for a lot of the dogs in the area
0: no or in, in any area wherever you're yes
1: living, right like
0: anywhere yes. yeah, because
1: you yes. said that- that it's not enough of them it sounds like we need more of you guys
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh that would be great if there if there were more that would be great yeah well thank you
0: yeah well thank you so much for telling us about puerto rico i had i didn't even know there what were canine massage therapists that was really an interesting thing and hopefully i'll read i don't think i'll become one but i'll try to Let other people know that that's available.
2: Sure. That's great. Thanks,
1: Joyce. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I can't wait to see another improv. Hmm? Yes. Yes. We too. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. You throwing marshmallows at people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was probably the best one. I have to say the marshmallows. That was a great. And they were so huge too.
2: I know the jumbos (laughs) and they were delicious. Let me tell you that because I finished the bag here
1: oh I, like, I hope you didn't eat them off the floor but... no no not
2: those
1: not those no 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 but maybe we just will never know uh, well thanks again Joyce and I'll see you Sunday
0: yes all right thank you Bye. You're Welcome. Thank
1: you. what did you think about this episode it was great uh you know I learned a lot about dogs and Puerto Rico so I thought it was uh Fun to get a double header basically. And once again, I thought, you know, we need more canine massage therapy for sure because it's less painful on the dog itself, especially if the dog is older. So, yeah, and probably less be-
0: surgeries, I would assume. So, less like abrasive for the dog.
1: that's true i never thought about that because they do that with humans too in order to not have to have surgery you do a lot of those physical therapy well no physical therapy hurts too more massages too because they said for the dogs didn't enjoy safe for the dogs it hurts more Yeah, i think
0: it's like a little bit different like the massage therapy but i would still think that it would help with their legs like they you know get that stiffness
1: I mean I don't know well it definitely helps with Totoro my rabbit because I noticed when I do um the massage on his uh, haunch and everything too um it, it loosens up the muscle so yeah well, you're correct fully <laughs>
0: yeah I think it you know will be good for a long term and I never even really thought I guess I don't think about animal like um I mean I think about like a vet being an yeah. animal doctor, but like specialties for animals, you kind of yeah. don't really think about, and so I I do think there's a need, but it just didn't
1: phase no, me. Nothing pop into me. your head as right. much as like human doctors, where you have specific doctors for different humans and specialties, but right. for animals, we're like, oh, really? You could have that? This is pretty awesome, and it's been around for a long time too, surprisingly. So.
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> and then also about Puerto Rico, um, going on that, I've never been, but I would like to visit. One thing about like, cause she mentions, you know, people's misperceptions of the area and like stereotyping. I think since I'm from West Virginia and people have such stereotypes of someone from West Virginia, I am fully open to not ever siding with a
1: stereotype. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's hard, too, and I'm just glad that you spoke about Puerto Rico because we do have, like you said, all those stereotypes, and unfortunately.
0: Misperceptions of an area.
1: Exactly, where, you know, it's just like here, uh, like D.C., she said, and, you know, it just has a different culture, and they're more, even more friendly than us at times. Well, I I always say, like,
0: if, you know, because there are poor areas, but I always say, because I know at least when you think of, like, a poor or like impoverished area, like you feel like that's the whole area, but there's poor people everywhere. There's like well off people everywhere. And like sometimes there's that barrier, but being open to a place can kind of prevent that. And even if you are poor or you're rich or whatever, there's different things associated with that. And maybe we should just be open to every. You know, person, every culture, and just have that openness, and get to know people.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can't judge it with the way uh, someone looks too, or like what, how much money they have. You know, mm-hmm. but you have to judge them for your own person, for their own personality, and who they are too. So I feel that we need to do that with more countries in general, and just our own country.
0: Right, and don't judge a person by their avatar. Even if
1: they don't have one. Yeah. Well, we can't judge Hannah, that's for sure, because she don't have one.
0: Right. I don't even have the option.
1: It's okay. Like I said, maybe I'll make you one. Maybe I won't. We'll see.
0: Next week, maybe I'll have one, and I'll let everybody know.
1: We'll probably be posting it that's yeah. pretty much what she's saying to me that I'll be posting our avatars
0: yes, <laughs> yes. alright well this is a gr- really fun episode and next week an even more fun for our episode because Seth Bunting's going to be on No, I'm so excited so he's telling people about chasing their dreams I'm so excited alright bye Rachel bye Hannah until next week This was what I'd like to tell people.